Hi, this is Minister Jamila Q, founder of Unstuckness Ministries. Unstuckness Ministries is a faith-based business that helps individuals who are spiritually and emotionally overwhelmed gain tools and strategies to break barriers and limitations and to be able to fulfill their purpose and their destiny and their God-ordained calling on their lives. So that is what Unstuckness Ministry is all about. I am a coach, author, speaker, and mentor, and I love doing the work of the Lord. So I want to say thank you for taking your time out to join and listen to this podcast today. I want to discuss how to walk in an authentic relationship with the Lord during today's challenging times. Now, you know, we've always faced challenges and the Bible tells us that in life we are going to have trials and tribulations, but the Lord will deliver us from them all. And we have all different types of times, good times, bad times. But with this current pandemic, it kind of put a spin on everything because we have never really lived and operated where we had to function in a total different way where you are daily taking precautions on your health and taking precautions on um connecting with others and how you connect with others, how you relate to them. That centers around social distancing. Um, you have telework, you have homeschool, the doctor's appointments and visits has changed. A lot of our dynamics have changed based on our current situation with the COVID-19 virus. So during this time, I'm sure that you know, we can appreciate the way things were beforehand. You know, sometimes we can complain, but as they say, things can always be worse. So now it may have been bad before, but it appears to be worse. And a lot of people have experienced so many diverse challenges and hardship that this situation had brought on basically the whole world i'm gonna say worldwide okay um so what i want to talk about today is walking with god seeking him and knowing him authentically for yourself and the reason why i believe this topic really came to mind is because we you're in a situation you and i are in a situation where we really need to know god for ourselves a lot of times we might know him through our pastor or through our parents or through another individual but this is a time where you and i must really seek god like never before And I want to talk about that because a lot of times people really don't know God. They can read the Bible. They can have an idea of who he is and what he can do, but really do not know him spiritually. Are really not walking with a spiritual connection with their maker. And so I want to convey how important that is. And that you have, and I have, 
the opportunity to know the Lord in spirit and truth. And it is so important because a connection with God, meaning that you can hear God's voice, you can hear the direction of the Holy Spirit guiding you and navigating you on your journey. How? Because the scripture tells us that my sheep knows my voice. And what Jesus did was to send the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, that would teach us all things and that will comfort us and also bring all things to our remembrance. So I believe the focus of this scope is to encourage you to seek God for yourself. A lot of times we can run to men and go to men for solutions or go to men with our problems, right? But as you can see, everyone has problems. They had problems before, but even now, people at large are experiencing mental challenges, spiritual challenges, emotional challenges, and financial challenges based on how this virus has impacted their lives. Everyone is impacted, but it has striking us differently based on our own experiences and our own testimonials. So, the Bible tells us, right, that when you seek God, right, with all your heart, you will find him. That's in the book of Jeremiah, right? The 29th chapter, the 13th verse. When you seek God with your whole heart, you will find him. Okay? Now, it's so important to seek God. It's so important to seek him. It's so important to seek him. If you seek him with all your heart, your might, and your soul, with your total being, you will find him. Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, 29th verse. Proverbs, the eighth chapter, the 17th verse. When you seek him, when you seek the Lord, you will find him. So this is the hour and a time when you have to seek God for yourself. You cannot afford to know him through another man. Why? Because Jesus died for you so that you can be put in right standing with the Father. Meaning that you can have total access to God through Jesus. Through Jesus. Through him. So this is the time where you have to seek God. You have to seek him and tell God, God, I need you. God, I need your direction. God, I need to know which way to go because the Holy Spirit is your teacher. And the Holy Spirit will tell you, don't go here today. Don't do that today. The Holy Spirit will help build up your spirit when you feel weak because, you know, sometimes we have to 
encourage ourselves. You, we have to encourage ourselves. We cannot depend on men to encourage us. So I want to tell you that God is not looking for us to be perfect. Why? It's because even in our best, we're going to make mistakes. All you have to do is just go before God. Repent of your sins and just ask God to allow you to have a divine encounter with him. But you have to do it through Jesus. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Because he is the one that died for you. He is the one that puts you in right standing with God. He is the one. You cannot go no other way but through Jesus Christ. So in this time, hour, in season, I want to encourage you to practice taking your cares before the Lord, taking your situations before the Lord, taking before him because God wants a relationship with you and you need a relationship with God. You do not know about really your today. You don't know how the rest of your day is going to end and you don't know about your tomorrow, but God is a very present help in time of trouble. And he is the only one that can truly help you. See, even though we desire to go to men for this guidance of this help or for this solution, it is ultimately our heavenly father that can solve all your problems. It is truthfully God that can repair your life everywhere you have been wounded. It is God that can show you that he is God and build you up so that you can walk in a higher level of faith today than you did on yesterday. It is God. It is God that is truly able to help you. Sometimes, yes, we want to speak to people. It's good to be able to release and confess some things. It's good. But sometimes we are making a habit of running to man before God. And in this hour, time and day of this world, you have to know from whence your help come from. Your help is coming from the Lord, the one who made heaven and earth, the one that has all power in his hand, the one that would keep you and preserve you from sickness and from disease, the one that can build up your spiritual immune system, the one that can build up your life, that you shall live and not die, shall not die before your time. But what you have to do to get God's attention is you have to seek God. You first have to seek him to say, God, I don't want to know you through my pastor. I don't want to know you through my mother. I don't want to know you through my father. God, I want to know you for myself. And I tell you that when you develop a relationship and God has provided his faithfulness in your life, you will grow from faith to faith 
and you will begin to trust God and develop a relationship with him and a bond with him. But to know God, you must first seek him in spirit and in truth. So I tell you, when you seek God, you will find him. And sometimes if it don't seem like is you're getting results easily, you got to knock, right? Because it said you got to seek him and then you got to knock. What is knocking? Knocking is, do you hear me? Knocking is, I already unrun the doorbell. I've already uncalled. But now I just got to knock and bang and make some noise on this door because I'm here. Because I got to get your attention. So there's some things that you got to do to get the attention of God. God want to know, do you really want him? Sometimes people only pray to ask God what they want. God, I want this. God, I need this. God, can you do that? However, they fail to say, God, I appreciate you. They fail to say, God, I thank you. They fail to say, God, I honor you. They fail to say, God, cleanse my heart. They fail to say, God, renew a right spirit in me. They fail to say, God, help me to have the right character. God, get this lying out of me. Get this anger out of me. Get this trigger out of me. Get this addiction out of me. They failed to ask God to cleanse them up and to renew them and to help them to walk right or to repent of how they treated their sister, their brother, or their neighbor. They can forget these things and go to God. I need that open door. God, I need this financial blessing. God, I need this husband. God, I need this wife. I need this healing. But God wants to be more to us than just the provider of different things that are tangible. Things that can pass away. Why? Because when you have God and you truly walking with him, you already have everything. How is that? Because God said that he is our shepherd. And because he is our shepherd, that he cares for us. He watch over us. He makes sure that we eat. He makes sure that we are clean and not dirty. Because he is our shepherd, we shall not want. And many of us fail to realize that when we have God in our life, when we have seeked him and found him, we already have everything. We already have everything. So I tell you today, Regardless of what you're going through and what your situation has been, this is the time and hour to seek God. This is the time and the hour to know God for yourself. You have to seek Him so you can find Him. And if it don't seem like it's coming, if it don't seem like you're getting an answer, If you don't seem like uh, he's hearing you, you know what you got to do. You got to knock, 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 right? 
Because when you knock, that door is going to be open. It's going to be open. So sometimes you have to knock. How do you knock? You knock by persistent prayer. That is how you knock. You knock by being persistent in your prayer. You knock by not backing down by what things look like. You see, sometimes you can look for things. You can seek God or you can seek things and it doesn't look like it's coming. It doesn't look like you're going to be able to find it. And what you might do, you might feel like giving up and saying, you know what? I'm going to leave this alone. But you got to want God so much that you knock and knock and knock and say, God, I really want you. God, I really want to know you. God, I'm really desperate for you. God, I really want you to cleanse my life. God, I really want you to help me. God, I really want you to preserve me. God, I want to speak your word and believe it. Father God, I want to pray and believe that you're answering my prayer. Because the Bible also says, those who seek out to God, he will answer them. But why call on the name of the Lord if you don't first believe? So you have to believe that God is able. And the only way that you're going to know that God is able, you seek him. Seek him. And find him. When you find him, that's going to be an encounter that will change your life forever. An encounter with God will change your life forever. Because you will know God for yourself. And I'm going to tell you, for me, that is what kept me. Me knowing God for myself. I had an encounter with the Lord at 15 and a half years old. And I tell you, that that was my first encounter with the Lord. And I have some afterwards. But that first encounter changed my life. And I tell you, I was desperate for God. I was going through so much hell that I was wondering if there was a God. Why was I going through this? Why was I going through that? Why wasn't nobody protecting me? What is this? What type of life is this? And I decided because my, my, my grandmother's sister was going to church and she was telling me about Jesus and that Christians fast and they pray. At that time, I really didn't know about a fast. I really didn't even know the Bible well. I didn't even, didn't even study the Bible and wasn't in church on a weekly basis. It was very sporadically doing maybe holidays like Easter and New Year's and things like that and Christmas. But I tell you, I became desperate and I said, well, you know, to the Lord, I said, I I felt like I wanted to commit suicide. I wanted to make another attempt. And um, I said, but this time I'm going to seek you, Lord, by fasting because I heard my aunt said that Christians fast and they pray. So I said, God, I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray for 30 days. And let me tell you, I was so young. I always prayed to the good father. The good God who created me was how I prayed for a long time. So I prayed to God in that way. And after 30 days of fasting, I had an encounter with the Lord. I was desperate for God. I didn't know about 
fasting, how to prepare my body for fasting. I'm I'm telling you, that was just like felt like the worst thing in my life because I didn't know about fast and I didn't know my stomach was going to hurt. I felt like I was just suffering. But even at 15 and a half years old, I wanted an answer from God more than I wanted food. And I tell you, that encounter with I, that I had with the Lord changed my life forever, forever. And so when you are going through this time with this pandemic and you, you're going out and some have to go to work and some still have, you know, jobs that people are relying and, and relying on greatly, especially in healthcare and, and, in, and in the food market, you know, you don't know who you're going to come in contact with. You don't know who is sick or, you know, you, you, you just don't know by looking. You just don't know, especially when the symptoms can can you know take a range of two weeks to occur but when you're walking with God you're gonna know that no evil shall befall you and no plague shall come near your dwelling you are going to believe that word and that word of God won't be something that is just memorized you know okay I know Psalms 91 I'm just gonna plead Psalms 91 but you are going to know that the word of God is spirit and life and that the word of God is a shield for you the word of God is a buckler for you the word of God is health and strength to your body and your bones. You're going to know that God is with you. There is a difference from not knowing and it's a difference from knowing. When you know that God is with you, you will know that he's going to preserve you from all trouble. That it doesn't matter about the trial. It doesn't matter about the affliction. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. It doesn't matter even if you get COVID. That God is going to heal you and he's going to bring you out. And that you shall not die before your time. Why? Because Because you have had an encounter with the Lord. He might even give you a remedy of what to take and how to take it. Why? Because he is your father and he is your shepherd. There's some things that you can have control over them. Some things that you don't. But I can tell you the things that you don't have control over. Right? God has all power in his hand to Fix and realign your life to heal your life and to repair your life. When you don't know God, you're going to walk by fear instead of faith. But when you know God and have an encounter with him, you're going to believe his word and you're going to hold on to his word. And when you go out, you're going to walk with his word. And when you come in, you're going to walk in with his word. And when you do all your tasks, you're going to be doing it with the word of God. You know, it takes being desperate to have an encounter with the Lord. It takes being desperate. Yes, it takes sincerity. It takes having a sincere heart. A sincere heart. A sincere heart. That's what it takes. Because I want to I wanna tell you a story. I want to tell you a story from the book of Luke. The 8th chapter 
And I'm going to start from the 43rd verse. There was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him, came up behind Jesus, and touched the fringe of his garment. And immediately, her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowd surrounds you and all pressing in on you. But Jesus said, someone touched me. For I perceive that power has gone out from me. So what I want to share with you is that this lady had an issue for 12 years. No one can help her. She spent all her living, everything she had on physicians. She could not be healed by anyone. See, sometimes you might have a, a situation Many people are walking around with affliction and torment in their mind from experiences and events that happened in their past, in their presence, or any time during their lives. Some people are dealing with mental battles from their mistakes and dealing with battles that they don't even want to talk about. But, They may be seeking help. They may be going to a psychiatrist, psychologist, a counselor, medication, or trying to self-medicate, trying to find a cure, trying to find a remedy, been suffering for a long time, and going to different places, going to different people, saying, can you help me to heal? Can you help me? I'm dealing with this thorn in my side, and I need it to be removed. I've been dealing with this battle. It's It's been so long, I don't know if I can ever be healed. I don't know if I'm going to die this way. I've been suffering for a long time, And I keep running to men. I keep seeking men and knocking on men's door for help. But no one can really help me. But there was a man named Jesus. Sabashe and Dadol Shataya. The man named Jesus. So when she heard that Jesus was coming. Oh God. She just touched the fringe of his garment and pulled on it. She touched his garment and that issue immediately ceased in her life. So I want to tell you regardless of what issue, what battle how long what you're going through today you've been battling fear you've been battling anxiety you've been dealing with loss of finances you've been dealing with your family not acting right you've been dealing with the plots of the enemy i want to tell you you got to touch the hem of jesus garment you have to get the attention of god when you get god's attention you will have an encounter that will change your life That will change your life and that will heal you from every long-term 
battle, every long-term battle, you have to get the attention of Jesus by touching the hem. See, when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus knew that somebody touched him. He said, who touched me? Who touched me? For I perceive that power has gone from me. But I tell you, Peter is saying, well, you know, Jesus, you're surrounded by a lot of people. A lot of people going to be touching you. He said, but this wasn't no ordinary touch. So for you to get God's attention, it can't be ordinary. For you to get God to respond in your life, you got to be desperate. To pull on him, to pull on him, to seek him, to seek him and knock and knock and knock and pull until you receive what you need from the Lord. So I tell you, you might have been going to men. You might have been knocking on the doors of physicians. You might have spent all you had trying to find help, but no one could have healed you. You haven't been healed yet. You've been keeping it a secret. You don't even know how to talk about it, but I want to tell you whatever that issue is, all you have to do is seek Jesus and touch the hem of his garment and touch the hem of his garment. And when you touch him, your life will be changed and you will be healed. So in this season, in this time, day, and hour that we're going through, you have to know God for yourself. For the word tells us that those that seek him will find him. And when you knock, the door shall be open. But you must seek God with all your heart and your soul. And that is what will preserve you in this season. Allowing God to be a hedge of protection over you. So I want you to stay encouraged and know that God loves you. He loved you so much that he sent Jesus Christ. That whoever believed in Jesus Christ shall not perish, but have life and have it more abundantly. Those who believe in the Lord Jesus shall be saved. And all you have to do is just ask Jesus to be Lord of your life and Savior over your life. And to come in and to cleanse you and to wash you and to purge you and to do a new thing in you. To walk with you. To heal you everywhere you've been wounded. To let his light shine in the darkness. For him to prepare you and break habits and break yokes and ask God to intervene on whatever that issue is that you've been battling with for a long time. To ask God to preserve you in the midst of this pandemic and to keep your finances and keep your you healthy and your, your children and your loved ones. God is able to do it. There's no barrier and no limitation for what the hand and power of God can do in your life. Ask God to fill you with his spirit. Ask God to fill you with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Ask God to fill you with his presence. Ask God to be your mother, your father, your friend, because there is no friend like the Lord Jesus. So I love the Lord today. 
And I know that God loves you. And I know that it's not easy dealing with this pandemic. I know that it's, it's, it's challenging sometimes to walk in faith. I know it's challenging to believe and, and to have hope. But when you know God, he will restore it. Even those that know him sometimes have to build up themselves in the Lord and shake out and dismiss the voice of the enemy and yield to the voice of God. So I wanted to remind you that in this day and hour, it's time to seek God. It's time to seek him for real. Don't think that you don't qualify because of your flaws or your issues and your bad habit. Just say, yes, Lord. Just say, I surrender all to you. Just say, Lord, I just take me as I am. And guess what God do? He'll cleanse you up. You can't clean yourself up. Sometimes people want to clean up them own selves and say, I got to stop doing this and do that and then I'll go see God. No, you don't know about your tomorrow. You don't even know about the rest of your today. Just seek God and let him cleanse you. Just mean it. If you mean it in your heart, God will do it. God will preserve you. He will connect you with the right people that can support you, that can encourage you. God would do that for you because he loves you. He wants you to know him. He sent Jesus Christ so that you can be put in right standing with the Lord and that God can call you a friend. You've been changed from enemy to friend through Jesus. So I just want you to stay encouraged. I hope that this podcast blessed your life. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to unstuckness.com. That's U-N-S-T-U-C-K-N-E-S-S.com. And I would love to coach you. I would love to mentor you. And I can tell you, if you purchase any of my books, you will receive strength, power, and deliverance. You will receive that. Um... Everything is on my website, or you can go to Amazon.com. But I promise you, your life will never be the same. You will be strengthened and empowered. I have a book called Destroy the Cage. Destroy the Cage is a foundational book that will teach you how to pray. will show you how God operates and how the enemy operates and how you can gain tools and strategies to be victorious in your prayer life. I have a book called unstuckness breaking generational chains and strongholds through prayer that book teaches you how to break barriers in your own personal life it teaches you how to break family curses okay to break every curse off your life because when you are in christ jesus you shall not be cursed okay so any yoke or anything that has connected you to the law of sin and death must be disconnected from your life i show you how to do that strategically i show you how to map out uh, a genogram for your family and use that as a prayer God for your own personal life. I teach you different strategies on how to heal. I teach you the power of journaling, how to journal, how to work on self-healing techniques. Um, this book is loaded with so much that will bless your life. It's over 300 pages, but it will bless you. So that book is dealing with, you know, breaking patterns in yourself, understanding how to do different things because you can't do things without knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. You can have an idea, but even if you don't do it right, you won't receive the right outcome. I have a part two called Unstuckness, Keys to Deliverance Through Prayer Jesus Way, which teaches you how to work out deliverance from yourself, for yourself through the word of God. So 
I'm, I'll tell you, you know, I've been receiving great testimonies. So I'm sure that these books will bless your life. So if you're looking for a coach or a mentor, please um, email me at info at and just let me know. Um, just let me know what you're looking for, what your goals are. Just fill out the application and I'm sure that God will change your story around. I want to say thank you for listening. I pray that if um, your life was touched by this podcast, for you to even share testimony on my page. If you have read my books, please share testimony about that. But I want to say thank you. Once again, this is Minister Jamila Cute, founder of Unstuckness Ministries. Please go to unstuckness.com for more information about me and my ministry. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and stay encouraged. Remember, you have to seek God with all of your heart. And when you do it, you will find him. When you seek God and it seems like you don't have an immediate response, don't give up. Just keep knocking. Be persistent and just keep knocking. And our Heavenly Father will answer you in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Hi, this is Minister Jamila Cube, founder of Unstuckness Ministries. Unstuckness Ministries is a faith-based business that helps individuals who are spiritually and emotionally overwhelmed gain tools and strategies to break barriers and limitations and to be able to fulfill their purpose and their destiny and their God-ordained calling on their lives. So, that is what Unstuckness Ministry is all about. I am a coach, author, speaker, and mentor, and I love doing the work of the Lord. So I want to say thank you for taking your time out to join and listen to this podcast today. I want to discuss how to walk in an authentic relationship with the Lord during today's challenging times now you know we've always faced challenges and the bible tells us that in life we are going to have trials and tribulations but the lord will deliver us from them all and we have all different types of times good times bad times but with this current pandemic it kind of put a spin on everything because we have never really lived and operated where we had to function in a total different way where you are daily taking precautions on your health and taking precautions on um, connecting with others and how you connect with others, how you relate to them. That centers around social distancing um, you have telework, you have homeschool, the doctor's appointments and visits has changed. A lot of our dynamics have changed based on our current situation with the COVID-19 virus. So during this time, I'm sure that, you know, we can appreciate the way things were beforehand you know sometimes we can complain but as they say things can always be worse so now it may have been bad before but it appears to be worse and a lot of people have experienced so many diverse challenges and hardship 
that this situation had brung on basically the whole world. I'm going to say worldwide. Okay. Um, so what I want to talk about today is walking with God, seeking him and knowing him authentically for yourself. And the reason why I believe this topic really came to mind is because we, you are in a situation, you and I are in a situation where we really need to know God for ourselves a lot of times we might know him through our pastor or through our parents or through another individual but this is a time where you and I must really seek God like never before and I want to talk about that because a lot of times people really don't know God they can read the Bible they can have an idea of who he is and what he can do, but really do not know him spiritually, are really not walking with a spiritual connection with their maker. And so I want to convey how important that is and that you have and I have the opportunity to know the Lord in spirit and truth. And it is so important because a connection with God, meaning that you can hear God's voice, you can hear the direction of the Holy Spirit guiding you and navigating you on your journey. How? Because the scripture tells us that my sheep knows my voice. And what Jesus did was to send the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. That would teach us all things and that will comfort us and also bring all things to our remembrance. So, I believe the focus of this scope is to encourage you to seek God for yourself. A lot of times we can run to men and go to men for solutions or go to men with our problems right but as you can see everyone has problems they had problems before but even now people at large are experiencing mental challenges spiritual challenges emotional challenges and financial challenges based on how this virus has impacted their lives Everyone is impacted, but it has striken us differently based on our own experiences and our own testimonials. So, the Bible tells us, right, that when you seek God, right, with all your heart, you will find him. That's in the book of Jeremiah right the 29th chapter the 13th verse when you seek God with your whole heart you will find him okay now it's so important to seek God it's so important to seek him it's so important to seek him 
If you seek him with all your heart, your might, and your soul, with your total being, you will find him. Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, 29th verse. Proverbs, the eighth chapter, the 17th verse. When you seek him, when you seek the Lord, you will find him. So this is the hour and a time when you have to seek God for yourself. You cannot afford to know him through another man. Why? Because Jesus died for you so that you can be put in right standing with the Father, meaning that you can have total access to God through Jesus, through Jesus, through him. So this is the time where you have to seek God. You have to seek him and tell God, God, I need you. God, I need your direction. God, I need to know which way to go because the Holy Spirit is your teacher. And the Holy Spirit will tell you, don't go here today. Don't do that today. The Holy Spirit will help build up your spirit when you feel weak because, you know, sometimes we have to encourage ourselves. You, we have to encourage ourselves. We cannot depend on men to encourage us. So I want to tell you that God is not looking for us to be perfect. Why? It's because even in our best, we're going to make mistakes. All you have to do is just go before God. Repent of your sins and just ask God to allow you to have a divine encounter with him. But you have to do it through Jesus. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Because he is the one that died for you. He is the one that puts you in right standing with God. He is the one. You cannot go no other way but through Jesus Christ. So in this time, hour, and season... I want to encourage you to practice taking your cares before the Lord. Taking your situations before the Lord. Take them before him because God wants a relationship with you. And you need a relationship with God. You do not know about really your today. You don't know how the rest of your day is going to end. And you don't know about your tomorrow. But God is a very present help in time of trouble. And he is the only one that can truly help you. See, even though we desire to go to men for this guidance or this help or for this solution, it is ultimately our Heavenly Father that can solve all your problems. It is truthfully God that can repair your life everywhere you have been wounded. It is God that can show you that he is God and build you up so that you can walk in a higher level of faith today than you did on yesterday. It is God. It is God that is truly able to help you. Sometimes, yes, we want to 
speak to people. It's good to be able to release and confess some things. It's good. But sometimes we are making a habit of running to man before God. And in this hour, time and day of this world, you have to know from whence your help come from. Your help is coming from the Lord. The one who made heaven and earth. The one that has all power in his hand. The one that will keep you and preserve you from sickness and from disease. The one that can build up your spiritual immune system. The one that can build up your life. That you shall live and not die. Shall not die before your time. But what you have to do. To get God's attention is you have to seek God. You first have to seek him to say, God, I don't want to know you through my pastor. I don't want to know you through my mother. I don't want to know you through my father. God, I want to know you for myself. And I tell you that when you develop a relationship And God has provided his faithfulness in your life. You will grow from faith to faith. And you will begin to trust God and develop a relationship with him and a bond with him. But to know God, you must first seek him in spirit and in truth. So I tell you, when you seek God, you will find him. And sometimes if it don't seem like is you're getting results easily, you got to knock, right? Because it said you got to seek him and then you got to knock. What is knocking? Knocking is, do you hear me? Knocking is, I already am run the doorbell. I've already uncalled. But now I just got to knock and bang and make some noise on this door because I'm here. Because I got to get your attention. So there's some things that you got to do to get the attention of God. God want to know, do you really want him? Sometimes people only pray to ask God what they want. God, I want this. God, I need this. God, can you do that? However, they fail to say, God, I appreciate you. They fail to say, God, I thank you. They fail to say, God, I honor you. They fail to say, God, cleanse my heart. They fail to say, God, renew a right spirit in me. They fail to say, God, help me to have the right character. God, get this lying out of me. Get this anger out of me, get this trigger out of me, get this addiction out of me. They fail to ask God to cleanse them up and to renew them and to help them to walk right or to repent of how they treated their sister, their brother or their neighbor. They can forget these things and go to God. I need that open door. God, I need this financial blessing. God, I need this husband. God, I need this wife. I need this healing. But God wants to be more to us than just the provider of different things that are tangible. Things that can pass away. Why? 
Because when you have God and you truly walking with him, you already have everything. How is that? Because God said that he is our shepherd. And because he is our shepherd, that he cares for us, he watch over us, he makes sure that we eat, he makes sure that we are cleaned and not dirty. Because he is our shepherd, we shall not want. And many of us fail to realize that when we have God in our life, when we have seeked him and found him, we already have everything. We already have everything. So I tell you today, Regardless of what you're going through and what your situation has been, this is the time and hour to seek God. This is the time and the hour to know God for yourself. You have to seek Him so you can find Him. And if it don't seem like it's coming, if it don't seem like you're getting an answer, if you don't seem like uh, he's hearing you, you know what you got to do. You got to knock, 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 right? Because when you knock, that door is going to be open. It's going to be open. So sometimes you have to knock. How do you knock? You knock by persistent prayer. That is how you knock. You knock by being persistent in your prayer. You knock by not backing down by what things look like. You see, sometimes you can look for things. You can seek God or you can seek things and it doesn't look like it's coming. It doesn't look like you're going to be able to find it. And what you might do, you might feel like giving up and saying, you know what? I'm going to leave this alone. But you got to want God so much that you knock and knock and knock and say, God, I really want you. God, I really want to know you. God, I'm really desperate for you. God, I really want you to cleanse my life. God, I really want you to help me. God, I really want you to preserve me. God, I want to speak your word and believe it. Father God, I want to pray and believe that you're answering my prayer. Because the Bible also says, those who seek out to God, he will answer them. But why call on the name of the Lord if you don't first believe? So you have to believe that God is able. And the only way that you're going to know that God is able, you seek him. Seek him. And find him. When you find him, that's going to be an encounter that will change your life forever. An encounter with God will change your life forever. Because you will know God for yourself. And I'm going to tell you, for me, that is what kept me. Me knowing God for myself. I had an encounter with the Lord at 15 and a half years old. And I tell you, that, that was my first encounter with the Lord. And I have some afterwards. But that first encounter changed 
my life. And I tell you, I was desperate for God. I was going through so much hell that I was wondering if there was a God. Why was I going through this? Why was I going through that? Why wasn't nobody protecting me? What is this? What type of life is this? And I decided because my, my, my grandmother's sister was going to church and she was telling me about Jesus and that Christians fast and they pray. At that time, I really didn't know about a fast. I really didn't even know the Bible well. I didn't even, didn't even study the Bible and wasn't in church on a weekly basis. It was very sporadically doing maybe holidays like Easter and New Year's and things like that and Christmas. But I tell you, I became desperate and I said, well, you know, to the Lord, I said, I, I felt like I wanted to commit suicide. I wanted to make another attempt. And um, I said, but this time I'm going to seek you, Lord, by fasting because I heard my aunt said that Christians fast and they pray. So I said, God, I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray for 30 days. And let me tell you, I was so young, I always prayed to the good father, the good God who created me was how I prayed for a long time. So I prayed to God in that way. And after 30 days of fasting, I had an encounter with the Lord. I was desperate for God. I didn't know about fasting, how to prepare my body for fasting. I'm, I'm telling you, that was just like, felt like the worst thing in my life because I didn't know about fast and I didn't know my stomach was going to hurt. I felt like I was just suffering. But even at 15 and a half years old, I wanted an answer from God more than I wanted food. And I tell you, that encounter with I, that I had with the Lord changed my life forever, forever. And so when you going through this time with this pandemic and you you're going out and some have to go to work and some still have you know jobs that people are relying and, and relying on greatly especially in health care and, and and in the food market you know you don't know who you're going to come in contact with you don't know who is sick or you know you, you you just don't know by looking you just don't know especially when the symptoms can can you know take a range of two weeks to occur but when you're walking with God you're gonna know that no evil shall befall you and no plague shall come near your dwelling you are going to believe that word and that word of God won't be something that is just memorized you know okay I know Psalms 91 I'm just gonna plead Psalms 91 but you are going to know that the word of God is spirit in life and that the word of God is a shield for you the word of God is a buckler for you the word of God is health and strength to your body and your bones you're going to know that God is with you. There is a difference from not knowing and it's a difference from knowing. When you know that God is with you, you will know that he's going to preserve you from all trouble. That it doesn't matter about the trial. It doesn't matter about the affliction. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. It doesn't matter even if you get COVID. That God is going to heal you and he's going to bring you out and that you shall not die before your time. Why? Because because you have had an encounter with the Lord. 
He might even give you a remedy of what to take and how to take it. Why? Because he is your father and he is your shepherd. There's some things that you can have control over them, some things that you don't. But I can tell you the things that you don't have control over, right? God has all power in his hand to fix and realign your life, to heal your life and to repair your life. When you don't know God, you're going to walk by fear instead of faith. But when you know God and have an encounter with him, you're going to believe his word and you're going to hold on to his word. And when you go out, you're going to walk with his word. And when you come in, you're going to walk in with his word. And when you do all your tasks, you're going to be doing it with the word of God. You know, it takes being desperate to have an encounter with the Lord. It takes being desperate. Yes, it takes sincerity. It takes having a sincere heart. A sincere heart. A sincere heart. That's what it takes. Cuz I want to I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story from the book of Luke. The Eighth chapter, and I'm going to start from the 43rd verse. There was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years, and though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him came up behind Jesus and touched the fringe of his garment and immediately her discharge of blood ceased and Jesus said who was it that touched me when all denied it Peter said master the crowd surrounds you and all pressing in on you. But Jesus said, someone touched me. For I perceive that power has gone out from me. So what I want to share with you is that this lady had an issue for 12 years. No one can help her. She spent all her living, everything she had on physicians. She could not be healed by anyone. See, sometimes you might have a, a situation. Many people are walking around with affliction and torment in their mind from experiences and events that happened in their past, in their presence, or any time during their lives. Some people are dealing with mental battles from their mistakes and dealing with battles that they don't even want to talk about. But they may be seeking help. They may be going to a psychiatrist, psychologist, a counselor, medication, or trying to self 
self-medicate, trying to find a cure, trying to find a remedy, been suffering for a long time and going to different places, going to different people saying, can you help me to heal? Can you help me? I'm dealing with this thorn in my side and I need it to be removed. I've been dealing with this battle. It's It's been so long. I don't know if I can ever be healed. I don't know if I'm going to die this way. I've been suffering for a long time. And I keep running to men. I keep seeking men and knocking on man's door for help, but no one can really help me. But there was a man named Jesus, Sabashe, and that old Shataya, the man named Jesus. So when she heard that Jesus was coming, oh God, Abasheheya, she just touched the fringe of his garment and pulled on it. She touched his garment and that issue immediately ceased in her life. So I want to tell you, regardless of what issue, what battle how long what you're going through today you've been battling fear you've been battling anxiety you've been dealing with loss of finances you've been dealing with your family not acting right you've been dealing with the plots of the enemy i want to tell you you got to touch the hem of jesus garment you have to get the attention of god when you get god's attention you will have an encounter that will change your life that will change your life and that will heal you from every long-term battle. Every long-term battle. You have to get the attention of Jesus by touching the hem. See, when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus knew that somebody touched him. He said, who touched me? Who touched me? For I perceive that power has gone from me. But I tell you, Peter is saying, well, you know, Jesus, you're surrounded by a lot of people. A lot of people going to be touching you. He said, but this wasn't no ordinary touch. So for you to get God's attention, it can't be ordinary. For you to get God to respond in your life, you got to be desperate. To pull on him, to pull on him, to seek him, to seek him and knock and knock and knock and pull. Until you receive what you need from the Lord. So I tell you, you might have been going to men. You might have been knocking on the doors of physicians. You might have spent all you had trying to find help. But no one could have healed you. You haven't been healed yet. You've been keeping it a secret. You don't even know how to talk about it. But I want to tell you whatever that issue is, all you have to do is seek Jesus and touch the hem of his garment. And touch the hem of his garment. And when you touch him, your life will be changed and you will be healed. So in this season, in this time, day, and hour that we're going through, you have to know God for yourself. For the word tells us that those that seek him will find him. And when you knock, the door shall be open. But you must seek God with all your heart and your soul. And that is what will preserve you in this season. Allowing God to be a hedge of protection over you.
So I want you to stay encouraged and know that God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent Jesus Christ. That whoever believes in Jesus Christ shall not perish, but have life and have it more abundantly. Those who believe in the Lord Jesus shall be saved. And all you have to do is just ask Jesus to be Lord of your life and Savior over your life. And to come in and to cleanse you and to wash you and to purge you and to do a new thing in you. To walk with you. To heal you everywhere you've been wounded. To let his light shine in the darkness. For him to prepare you and break habits and break yokes and ask God to intervene on whatever that issue is that you've been battling with for a long time. To ask God to preserve you in the midst of this pandemic and to keep your finances and keep your you healthy and your your children and your loved ones. God is able to do it. There's no barrier and no limitation for what the hand and power of God can do in your life. Ask God to fill you with his spirit. Ask God to fill you with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Ask God to fill you with his presence. Ask God to be your mother, your father, your friend, because there is no friend like the Lord Jesus. So I love the Lord today, and I know that God loves you, and I know that it's not easy dealing with this pandemic. I know that it's, it's, it's challenging sometimes to walk in faith. I know it's challenging to believe and, and to have hope, but when you know God, he will restore it. Even those that know him sometimes have to build up themselves in the Lord and shake out and dismiss the voice of the enemy and yield to the voice of God. So I wanted to remind you that in this day and hour, it's time to seek God. It's time to seek him for real. Don't think that you don't qualify because of your flaws or your issues and your bad habit. Just say, yes, Lord. Just say, I surrender all to you. Just say, Lord, I just take me as I am. And guess what God do? He'll cleanse you up. You can't clean yourself up. Sometimes people want to clean up them own self and say, I got to stop doing this and do that. And then I'll go see God. No, you don't know about your tomorrow. You don't even know about the rest of your today. Just seek God and let him cleanse you. Just mean it. If you mean it in your heart, God will do it. God will preserve you. He will connect you with the right people that can support you, that can encourage you. God would do that for you because he loves you. He wants you to know him. He sent Jesus Christ so that you can be put in right standing with the Lord and that God can call you a friend. You've been changed from enemy to friend through Jesus. So I just want you to stay encouraged. I hope that this podcast blessed your life. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to unstuckness.com. That's U-N-S-T-U-C-K-N-E-S-S.com. And I would love to coach you. I would love to mentor you. And I can tell you, if you purchase any of my books, you will receive strength, power, and deliverance. You will receive that. Um Everything is on my website, or you can go to Amazon.com. But I promise you, your life will never be the same. You will be strengthened and empowered 
I have a book called Destroy the Cage. Destroy the Cage is a foundational book that will teach you how to pray. Will show you how God operates and how the enemy operates and how you can gain tools and strategies to be victorious in your prayer life. I have a book called Unstuckness, Breaking Generational Chains and Strongholds Through Prayer. That book teaches you how to break barriers in your own personal life. It teaches you how to break family curses. Okay, to break every curse off your life because when you are in Christ Jesus, you shall not be cursed. Okay, so any yoke or anything that has connected you to the law of sin and death must be disconnected from your life. I show you how to do that strategically. I show you how to map out uh, a genogram for your family and use that as a prayer God for your own personal life. I teach you different strategies on how to heal. I teach you the power of journaling, how to journal, how to work on self-healing techniques. Um, this book is loaded with so much that will bless your life. It's over 300 pages, but it will bless you. So that book is dealing with, you know, breaking patterns in yourself, understanding how to do different things because you can't do things without knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. You can have an idea, but even if you don't do it right, you won't receive the right outcome. I have a part two called Unstuckness, Keys to Deliverance Through Prayer Jesus Way, which teaches you how to work out deliverance from yourself, for yourself through the word of God. So I'm, I tell you, you know, I've been receiving great testimony. So I'm sure that these books will bless your life. So if you're looking for a coach or a mentor, please um, email me at info at unstuckness.com. And just let me know. Uh, just let me know what you're looking for, what your goals are. Just fill out the application and I'm sure that God will change your story around. I want to say thank you for listening. I pray that if um, your life was touched by this podcast, for you to even share testimony on my page. If you have read my books, please share testimony about that. But I want to say thank you. Once again, this is Minister Jamila Cute, founder of Unstuckness Ministries. Please go to unstuckness.com for more information about me and my ministry. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and stay encouraged. Remember, you have to seek God with all of your heart. And when you do it, you will find him. When you seek God. And it seems like you don't have an immediate response. Don't give up. Just keep knocking. Be persistent and just keep knocking. And our Heavenly Father will answer you in Jesus' name. Be blessed.